Welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church annual read. This year, we are reading Knowing God Through the Year by J.I. Packer. We hope that you'll be filled with fresh insight and joy as you spend time discovering more about our thrilling God. Do you believe that God has your back? I mean, like, really has your back. I'm Justin, the online pastor here at Mariner's Church, and thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Gospel Everyday Podcast. This is what we're talking about today. Do you believe that God has your back, that he is the ultimate protector, that when things go sideways, that he not only notices, but he's looking out for you? And and do you believe that when things are sometimes at their worst, that you can go to him knowing that he cares, knowing that he's listening, and knowing that his desire is to have your back, to be the protector, to support you? That there isn't a time where we say, well, I guess, I guess I'm on my own. I guess I got I to gotta figure it out. You know, I, when, I was a, when I was a kid, I was at a summer camp in the, uh, in the mountains in uh, New York. And we, we went for, it was like a three-day camp, and we went on a hike. And the, the guy we were with, one of the camp counselors, we were on a hike. And I remember this just so distinctly. It was like, I was like 14 years old. We're on a hike, and he just he gets us totally lost. Like, we, we literally are in, in the middle of nowhere we don't know the right direction to go. He's the one with the compass and he's like, he, for, he's like, it must be broken. He's leading us in just a direction. And we're going literally for hours. And at some point he just turned, and we're committed. We're following him. We're listening to him. We're getting water out of the creek. He has these tablets, you know, that, you know, clean the water. We let it sit and we're all taking sips. Like we're, com- we're, sh- we're literally shedding stuff because we had these packs and they were so heavy. And we were, he was literally like, hey, just, just leave things that you don't need. Like, w- we need to keep our energy. We don't need to be worn out w- with these packs. So we're like dropping stuff as we go. And we're committed to him. We're following him. And we, we believe that he's, you know, he has our back. He's going to make sure that we're good. He's the protector for us. And at some point, like hours in, he just kind of turns around and sits down on a stump and just looks at us like, hey, guys, I, I don't know what to do. Like, does anyone have any idea? And we're all like 14, by the way. Like, we're, we're kids. Like, we're like legitimately kids. Well, you know, I don't know what to do. And I have this absolute feeling that I'm totally on my own. Like, I need I need to figure this out. Or, like, I might not make it out of this this mountain. Like, I might make, make it out of this woods if I don't figure it out. Like, I, I can't believe in this guy anymore to look out for me, for my safety, like to he, to be any kind of role of protector or 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 guide, he has he is now expired from that role. I can no longer trust him to do it, and I now need to take over, and I need to figure this out. Maybe you weren't in a situation like that when you were young, but we've all been kind of in situations like that, right? Maybe we're on a guided tour in another country. Maybe we have someone escorting us around. Like, there's just some moment where you realize that the situation you're in, either the the person leading you, the person in charge of you can no longer do it. And you have to just buck up and you're in control. Like you have to take the reins because you're on your own. Or you look back at times where you kind of wish you would have done that and you stuck it out and kind of regretted it. If you don't believe that there's never a moment where you'll have to look at God and say, God, you know what? I'm just going to, I'm going to take it from here. If you believe 
that a moment like that could come, then there is something that we need to lean into to help repair that, that brokenness between you and God. Because one of his roles that he proclaims himself is the role of protector. That when things go completely sideways, that he's looking out for us. Now, let's just de-accelerate for a second. Doesn't mean when things are going bad financially, we're going to hit the lottery. Doesn't mean when things are going you know tough financially, our next investment's going to pay off huge and cover all of our losses. Doesn't mean if we make huge mistakes in our marriage that they're going to get amnesia and just forgive us and we're going to act like nothing ever happened. Like there's going to might be pain in the rest, you know, restoration process. It doesn't mean if we completely blow things up with our kids that they're going to get conked on the head and have amnesia and forget all about it. Like there may be painful growth that needs to take place in a relationship between you and your kids. It doesn't mean if you blow things up at your job and then you have no job. It doesn't mean that, you know, God's going to get, start sending you a paycheck, you know, from heaven you know, pay, you know, just go cash at a Bank of America and you're good to go. Doesn't mean that. Sometimes it means you're going to be sitting in, in pain. You're going to be sitting in struggle. You're going to be sitting in discomfort. You know, protection doesn't mean comfort. I think we get the two confused. Protection means that when it all comes to an end, when it all falls apart, God is not going to say, there's no room for you in heaven. Sit outside get out. You don't belong here. We don't have space for you. He's not going to say that. Protector speaks to the big picture of our lives. That as we are being guided through life, when things do hit walls and they seem insurmountable, there will be some of us that say, God, you know, I don't know, maybe it's better if I take the reins on this. And there'll be some of us who say, you know what? I'm going to keep at it. I'm going to keep at it. I'm going to keep it fixing things in my career. I'm going to keep it fixing things in my marriage. I'm going to keep it fixing things with my kids. I'm going to keep it fixing, you know, things in just my life professionally. I'm going to keep it fixing, you know, the, the relationships I've broken, the people I've betrayed, the people I've hurt. But, and, and you may seem feel like, man, that's kind of a downer episode. Like, well, what did I tune in for? It, when things are going great, we don't think of protector God. We don't think of God in the role of protector when things are going awesome. Am I right? When things are going great, we don't think, oh man, you know. That's why the Bible is like the number one book requested in, you know, in prisons, in jails. It's not because everything's going great. It's because they, they are hitting a hard time. It's one of the things I love about Mariners Hosted here, that we're in 400 prisons, 400 prisons prisons. I look, I look at the numbers every week. I, I, I have access to it. It's a blessing. It's a blessing to see the story of our church worked out week by week. Over 400 prisons. People have the opportunity to hear God's word taught every single week. It's, that is a joy for us as a church because we're not going into and I'm not dismissing country clubs. All right, I'm not anti. I've been to country. I like country clubs. Okay, you invite me to a country club. I will come with you to a country club. I like country clubs, but we're not do. We're we're not we're not getting get the same reaction. Maybe we, we probably should. You know, there's broken people at country clubs. We, we can all admit that. Sinners everywhere. People looking for hope everywhere. But being there at a prison where where some people, you know, some people kind of wash their hands of it and says, oh, you know, they, they've made their choices. We don't believe that. We actually believe people are not defined by the choices they make. 
we actually believe and follow a God who says, you know what? You can make terrible, 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 terrible choices. Woman at the well, woman caught in adultery. You know, the list can go on. Saul on the road to Damascus. You can make terrible, terrible. And then you can encounter Jesus. And it can change everything. If you don't believe that there is a protector God out there that's looking out for you, there's something that we need to lean into and repair that disconnection in your relationship with God. And I say that with complete love and complete affection and complete honesty. Because this is one of the things that even my eight-year-old really understands. You know, the other day he came to me and he said, Dad, I totally feel like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And I'm like, okay, first of all, way to drop some serious players in, in, in the book of Daniel. And, you know, we're in the Daniel series. I'm totally into it. Like, way to drop serious Daniel stuff. Why do you feel that way, son? And he said, man, I just, I just feel like I'm in the fire and God's the only one with me. And I'm like, okay. Okay, theologian Beckett, like you're a total stud. Like I loved it. Like I, I was completely into it. And then me and him had a, a great long conversation. And do you know what his fire was, by the way? It was homework with school. It was not getting all the toys he wanted. I know what a terrible, what a tough life he has. He, he, he has a bunch of toys, but he wants these other toys. Like it was, it's things that, you know, if parents are listening, you're like, wait, what, you know, what, what's this problem? But, but you also get it, right? Because, you know, it was an eight year old to a kid. It's like these are the biggest problems he's facing. Like, oh my, my scooter keeps running out of battery, and it's just, you know, it's just the worst. And I'm trying to download these episodes, but like, I don't have the password. And like, I just, man, I, Dad, I just feel like I'm in the fire, and God's the only one with me. Okay, man, I love that. I love that. I love the fact that you acknowledge that whatever the fire is in your mind, which a couple weeks ago, Christine Kane, uh, you know, talked on Shadrach, Meshach, and Benigo. You can go back and listen to that on YouTube and on our on, on the website. It was, it, it, it's in it's in the Daniel, um, it's in the book you have the booklet the the series magazine. Go back and listen to that. Because here's the thing, everyone's going to find themselves in different fires. I get that, and man, when you do, if you feel like I'm in here alone, I got to figure I got I got to figure out how to get out of here. If you're not like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who say, "Hey, if you throw me in the fire, God's going to deliver us," but even if He doesn't deliver us. You you're you you know you're gonna know that we're we we will only follow God. We're not gonna follow you. Which we're saying to King, King Nebuchadnezzar, of course. It being in tune with God the protector doesn't mean you sit on your hands and do nothing when things are going bad. Protector doesn't mean laziness on our part. It means that he has our back. It means that we can keep trying things and we can keep failing safely. There's nothing better than a safety net for failure. There is nothing better than a safety net for failure. And when you see and truly embrace God, the protector, it means that while things are not going well, you can try solutions. And if that one doesn't work, you can try a new one. If that one doesn't work, you can try a new one. If that one doesn't work, you can go on to the next one. And, and God has your back because when the dust settles on everything, you will not be standing there by yourself. We all have situations like this. Good thing we have a God who protects us and loves us. And we love you too. We love you, Mariners Church. Wherever you are, however you're listening, thanks for making time for us today. Have a great one. 
Thanks so much for making the Gospel Everyday Podcast an important part of your day. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't yet, and we'd love it if you could take a few moments to rate and review the podcast. Tune in tomorrow for brand new content. If you'd like more information about Mariner's Church, download the Mariner's app at your favorite app store or visit marinerschurch.org.